Oh, do you lift these big weights? Yeah, I do. I don't like to. And I was listening to the, I think last episode or two episodes ago, it started off about how Cass doesn't exercise. And, <laughs> and 10 years ago, Sean is saying that uh, it's like, okay, this is fine now, but like, wait till you get in your 30s, then you're going to have to actually exercise. <laughs> and then jump cut to 30s, like, okay, maybe, maybe later. But no, you probably, j- you just don't. I, I mean, are, is that okay? Like some people just don't have to exercise? I think it's fine. There, I mean, there's the argument that you might have even said this yourself, but it's, uh, it might have even been something Trump said. Yeah. That, like, yeah. you have a certain amount of fire inside of you, and why waste it <laughs> exercising? And yeah. I don't well, know. You it's... hear about people dying of heart attacks after going for a long run all the time, and you're just like, I don't know. It's risky, man. Yeah, a boss of mine, that happened to him. And he was doing it because he was he was trying to get healthier, and then he died of a heart attack on one of his jogs, like, the no. second week of That's trying saying, to be man. healthier. Oh, if man. you feel good, though, then keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, trust but, that. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I do it because I feel better when i'm like like i'm never going to be the rock i'm never even going to be like whatever half the rock is but like when mm. i'm when i'm feeling you probably frail, literally half the rock though re- half I, I mean yeah maybe i think if he came in here right now we'd be shocked how huge he is i think he would barely fit through that no door. i'd be happy to be half though i'm thinking i'm like maybe a quarter <laughs> on a good day like after like yeah. lots of protein and yeah. stuff but it just feels better to have like more muscle mass and like picking up a guitar like not having to be like oh my shoulder like to just <laughs> yeah. grab it like to have a, a body that moves stuff I, i'd like that but as far as like getting really really jacked i don't know if that's in the cards for me maybe if i was if i was like kumail like buff kumail and i was, I was just gonna say that mm-hmm, if i was gonna be in a, a star wars flick or a marvel flick i'm like well i've got a trainer and yeah. a chef and this is gonna film yeah. in a year i'm going to become buff kumail now. i think most people could I think it helps if you start off as like kind of a little a little bigger. It would be hard for me to get buff. I would have to first gain a bunch of fucking weight, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and then turn it into muscle along the way. I've never been able to gain a pound in my life. Oh, I've really? just been the same weight. Like I've just been like 150 pounds since high school. Have you ever wanted to? Did you ever aspire oh, yeah, to be man, a beefcake I, sort of looking? I think I was just. Um, I used to be so self conscious about my body, you know what I mean, like in high school and after high school. But like you know. I'm not anymore. It's weird. Like I'm now I'm like, Oh man, thank God I was blessed like with a thin build and I I don't have to think about that. But I used to really want to gain weight and it was not possible. Yeah. No one has sympathy for that either. No, no, no. Zero. Yeah, exactly. For someone. He used to be like skinny, but now he's like fit. thin you know lean lean Lean, mean fighting machine absolutely we were with our friend the other day and he's like you look ripped like how do you do that and Cass is like he does nothing no (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't do that much i'm just saying no you're cut though i've seen shirtless pictures looks good yeah yeah it's from the diet really it's from barely eating wait you're not gonna (laughs) tell ramina about the abcs yeah tell me about your already been chewed gum or whatever that that. means Uh, you know my friend was just like what what the abs and i was just like it's just that you got to learn the abcs always be clenching oh (laughs) that's all you know what i mean it's kind of like similar to someone that has ibs probably lives by those same principles i still don't know (laughs) what ibs is i know it's i know it's irritable bowel syndrome but does that mean diarrhea does it mean constipation is it sometimes one sometimes Mm. the other is it gargling in the intestines is it all of it i think it's all of it oh that's a rough hand yeah but perhaps most of us have it um i don't know i think i used to till i started just like till i got my my shit together (laughs) 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 i really got my shit together and and it's and it um god people fucking hate hearing this but sometimes they love it it's emotional man it's emotional 
it's fucking wait weird. emotional to to not have IBS to or have to, IBS. Oh, oh, of course yeah, it is. It's yeah, it's just like it. No, no, I'm saying like I feel like it's caused by emotions. Oh, I heard a comic say that they thought that they have a theory that's the reason that men have more bowel problems and intestinal problems than women do on average is because they are more likely to suppress emotion and not deal with it because they've been taught to do that. So it's like manifesting in the gut and all that. I'm like, that a hundred percent makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I was, I I was always jealous of people who just like live their life loosey goosey. And I'm like, man, I am in constant stomach pain (laughs) and you know, kind of just like getting into my thirties and discovering meditation, mushrooms and cannabis fucking changed the game. And then speaking of which it's right here. Let's spark it up. We started this podcast exactly at 4:20. by the way. Oh, we did? Yes. I made sure. I was those like are adorable. Let's, let's light up one of those adorable joints. There you go. Oh, is there Keith on the outside? I love when they do oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Keith Richards. <sighs> he doesn't mm, even I'm call himself it. Keith, but... Mm. Awesome. They're no. called fuzzies. Oh. So when Sean even, like, will be like, oh, I'm not eat, uh, smoking, he, like, has no appetite. And I'm like, oh, shit, you really do need to smoke weed. Mm. I know. I, I hate that, but I love it. You know, I have no appetite if I don't if I don't smoke. Because then it just seems like you're putting like an object of matter inside of teeth and saliva, and just yeah, it's just nah, like nah, nah. I, it's it it brings me back to how my stomach like used to feel in like middle school and shit. You know what I mean? I'm like sitting in front of a meal and everyone's just able to eat, and I'm just like just a little just nervous and like ugh. And pot just fucking it takes care of so many problems in my life that I'm like, why would I ever question this relation? I don't question the relationship at all. But uh, yeah. it's helped me a lot with it, with the eating shit and the fucking getting rid of. I, I never had IBS, but like, you know, I, I, I had emotions that were manifesting in stomach issues. And, I, you know, the other night we were tripping with a friend of ours and I wouldn't have said this if we weren't tripping. But like he's got all kinds of devices and things to always like his back, his back hurts always. So he's always he's and it's so adorable. He has such a holistic approach and he's doing all these things and I love it. But I was just like. I was just tripping balls and I'm like, it's emotional. And he was, it just stopped him in his tracks. He's like, it is, you know? And that's what's, that's what saved me from some back issues. Like I've had times where I could not stand up and then Castle read me a, a, a thing that says like, okay, well, if your lower back hurts like this, it means this, that, and the other. And I'm like, oh yeah, it did. You just got to kind of oh. let go of that thought form. It's kind of crazy. You did know? it help your friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it helped him. But now I'm I'm on the tip. You ever lie on one of those pokey mats? Lie on a pokey mat? What is a pokey mat? Like it's it has pokes. It's like a <laughs> these plastic acupressure acupuncture pokes. <clears throat> see if I can handle this. That sounds wonderful. It's amazing. Yeah. And it Acu- just stimulates pokey, pokey mats. You stand on it. And it's That's so it call feels it. like a million needles on you, and you lay on it. it. Feels like a million needles. It doesn't pierce the skin or anything, but it stimulates blood flow. Like, that would be bad if it did. If you just sink into <laughs> it like medieval torture machine, you gotta try it, but you only can just try it once. It's <laughs> just bleeding afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Bleed out. It felt like we were gonna stand up and we we're gonna be bleeding because you have to lay on it for a half hour to get the effect, and it's just insane. It's you're laying on pins for a half hour. Yeah, I've yeah. never even done acupuncture, but I want to. I want to try it. It's worth trying, I would say. I know a lot of people who have like been able to get pregnant after doing it or cleared out some issues the problem is they give you these chinese herbs that are like the most disgusting tasting thing oh that means they work yeah yeah that's all that's all (laughs) i think the problem is it's kind of like like going to an acupuncture thing is kind of like meditating once it's like 
you probably felt good after it, but what the, the really where the rubber meets the road isn't doing this every day. And I think if you could afford acupuncture, that's kind of, it's probably one of the better things you could be doing. But I, to me, I can't be doing something that feels that feels like I need to be doing it habitually and it costs money. You know? Yeah, I always felt that way about. Um, oh, this is therapy. What was it? Yeah, I think it was therapy. I, I was stopping myself there because I'm like, I don't want to advocate for that. But no, that's the, how I feel about therapy. Yeah, I might have even said this exact line before. Don't you hate that about getting older? Like, you're like, have I said this joke before? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I just have like 12 uh, jokes. That's <laughs> it. But that's what it is: getting older, <laughs> telling the same stories over. But the the thought of going to see a therapist, it felt like I would rather just take out 20s, like take out, um, you know five twenty dollar bills and just stare at them for an hour would be a better <laughs> therapy than than going to talk to someone but not good yeah. advice yeah doing the things for you just costs money it seems like yeah because i was like coming out to la it's so nice being out here because it's like 20 degrees in new york and you come out here and it's like sunny and i can get sun and i'm like the first day i was like well this is seven months of therapy in one day that's you know? true <laughs> It's true, just that alone, the, the the hit of like, oh, warm weather, just a reminder that things are going to be warm and good and nice again, getting some vitamin D. And then like we had a friend, um, like we went over our friend Ani's house the other day, shout out to Ani, she'll probably do this podcast this week. But uh, man, she just like saw it, like kind of like you were like, are you guys okay? And we're like, what? not really. I mean, like we're, we're trying, but we're not doing that great. She sensed the same thing. And they just talked to us for like three hours. And I was like, Oh my, she's better than a therapist because a therapist won't, they'll fucking raw dog you, dude. They don't care. They, they will sit there and just listen and just be like, mm, wow, okay, whatever. And I'm like, I have sounding boards. I have plenty of sounding boards <laughs> in my life. I need advice right now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And they hesitate to do that, but like our friend Ani doesn't, so... And there's, there's so many, I don't even know all the categories, but I recognize that there's so many types of therapy. There's like gestalt therapy and behavioral this. Yeah. And then, so it's not all about lying down on the couch and talking about your, yeah, your dad. Yeah, that's just talk therapy. Yeah. yeah. But, but still, yeah, sometimes the sounding board isn't what you need. And yeah. Yeah. Do you ever like vent for a while and then just feel like, oh man, I just put so many curses out into the universe. Like, why did I just do that? I just had yeah. to Cast say. Really nasty spells. Yeah. <laughs> even if if it's someone you trust or if it's on your Patreon or something, yeah. you're still like, uh, maybe I should delete that. But no, that's wrong. That's revisionist history. <laughs> but it's bothering me that I did that. Yet we're not like that with uh, taking it back to the toilet. Like we're not like that with, with <laughs> yeah. uh, bodily excretions. We're not like, oh, I can't believe I let that <laughs> yeah, curse out into true. the world. That's true. It's, it is the same thing. It's yeah. just like that's undigestible matter. You know what I mean? Like that's all your shit is. That's that's when you're venting to somebody. It's just like it's that's, the undigestible waste. They need yeah. they need. I mean, they have these like talk space or like digital robot therapist where they like ask you a set of questions and you just like, I'm never gonna write a diary, but I like type. It maybe typing out your problems. But like be. an AI that's just responding to Don't you. Don't you wish you did write out a diary without having to actively write out a diary and relive it? Like I wish I could think. What was I thinking of on March second, yeah. two thousand seventeen? Oh, that's the kind of day I had. That's yeah. what my main problem was. Yeah. That's my main joy. Or that's how many cool. times have I said this joke? Yeah. <laughs> Look, search the word, whatever, you know. That's that's already there in terms of podcasting and the way they're they're transcribing it automatically and the way deep fakes and deep audio is going. It's nuts. So oh, that's man. Uh, Soon we're not going to have to do our podcast yeah. because we put out so much stuff for the AIs to just be like, cool, we got it. We'll take it from here. And it'll be a lot more interesting. Yeah, and then we get to just go play. Yeah. Then we just get to go like just magic. Oh, uh, we were just talking to Mare about this, about how... 
you think that with the AI and the increases in technology that it would lead to people playing, but it's like the opposite. It's more bleak than ever. I don't know, as far as human labor and people don't yeah. seem to be catching the break that technology is affording. It's true. We, we, we think that the robots taking over the jobs would mean that we are free to play, but then it just means we're, we're at work 24 seven doing mm -hmm. a job that didn't exist 10 years ago or even five years ago. And yeah, but I guess that's, you can make the argument that it's like, well, that's just the destiny of being a life form, at least on 3D Earth. It's mm. like the karmic transaction of suffering and yep. value exchange. Mm. And um, yeah, I don't know. And I now mean, we're in competition with robots for these very scarce jobs. I was listening to a thing on YouTube. I was like past tripping for a while. Do you ever pass trip? Where like, what did, what did a grocery store look like in the 40s? I go crazy for this shit especially mm. when it's not when it's just just presented it's there, there's no commentary about it or whatever yeah just raw like yeah uh no yeah no edited footage anything but uh they were interviewing kids in the 60s early 60s of what do you think the future will be like mm. what do you think the year 1984 will be like <laughs> and then they like i think it'll be mostly automation and there won't be any jobs <laughs> and people will be sitting around not knowing what to do because all the jobs will be done by automation because automation is picking up everything i think it's because mm. they first that's they saw the first calculator machine yeah they're like they're extrapolating this is going to be nuts and then it turns out that what they said happened did come true but also not because they didn't anticipate the the new things that like no one anticipated the internet no one anticipated mm. social media on top of the internet no one anticipated all this crypto stuff that no one understands yeah. just there's people that have dug more and yeah. then can articulate it but when you try to get like but what are you actually describing here it's like i don't i don't know oh i know it's the blockchain i don't, I don't know <laughs> you know what's the blockchain brother <laughs> and yeah i keep saying like uh every everything i learn about crypto or nfts makes me think i understand it less it's very yes. weird thing the more i know the less i feel like i know about it exactly mm. you know like i think i have a grasp of nfts and then someone will be like your house is going to be an nft your car is going to be an nft and i'm like what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> what do you What do you mean? But Cass found a great tweet the other day describing NFTs as uh, so uh, everyone's fucking your wife, but you have the marriage certificate. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Did you see the new South Park movie about it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait. Yeah. We said uh, wait, or, not uh, about it, but there was a part where Butters basically is selling it. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. my God. He's like it's some high security thing, yeah. and then they like don't listen to him, and he somehow yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <it's> hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, they did a great job of, of roasting it, but also having characters voice the positives of it. Because, you know, like some of our friends, uh, you know, Colin Frangicetto's into it. Yeah. Yeah. Noah's into it. Not like he's not making NFTs, but he's deep into that space. Yes. He's, he's the H.G. Wells, 10,000 Leagues Under yeah. the Sea. Yeah. Or whoever wrote that, Arthur C. Clarke. Which, which one of those old fucks that's dead <laughs> I, wrote I, that? I think you got it. <laughs> H H G Wells starts as like official like author that I wish I had read more of, but then it's a good one to name drop. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice to just read for a while, like to be forced to like you have to just read for a year. Yeah, mm. I know I'm describing prison. Yeah, I was about to say. Well, but. it's why I can be so loosey goosey about our life is because I, I I'm like whatever. If we get caught doing any of the many illegal things we do all the time, like it'll give me some time to read. I'll have oh so much God, to talk Sean. about on this Knock podcast. Knock on wood, Jesus Christ! I will have so much to talk if about. If they ever on this let podcast. you out, <laughs> come on for what? <laughs> for not paying a little rent? Come on. 
for polyamory or whatever you want to call this bordering on polygamy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be, uh, I won't judge if, if Cass sells you out. Like when oh, it's like, man. whoa, you, we can either take you both in or we can give you a, a what is it called? A sweetheart deal yeah. or something. To, yeah. Well, I wonder, cause I feel like that is the make or break moment in any couple. And we had a guy on this podcast that just, he just did 12 years in federal prison. This guy's Matt Cox. And, uh, he, he is of the impression that anyone would turn on anyone if you're faced with, with losing your freedom. Yeah. And uh, I was like... We'd eat each other. Like, at, well, at yeah. the baseline of yeah. all of it, like, we're capable of eating each yeah, other. Yeah, that's true. That's like, true. I don't think yeah. I would, yeah. but, like, you But, know. yeah, if we're capable of eating each other, of course we're capable of snitching on each other, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. My problem is I'm so gullible, so if they said, like... You, Sean is more likely to get out or be free if you tell on him or something like that. I would, I might believe it, and that's mm-hmm. where my downfall would be because I'm not like super savvy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, they're saying nice things, you know. She's liable to fold under pressure, and I understand. <laughs> I understand what I'm involved with here. It's a good, it's a good dynamic because you're likely to push back even if there is no pressure. It's <laughs> yeah. like, fuck you, I'm not about that. I'm not going to do any of that. You can go fuck yourself. No, no, I yeah. just wanted to give you this free, yeah, free yeah, coffee. Totally. Oh. <laughs> Just the edge. Uh, you, yeah, you've, you've never. I didn't know you before that, but uh, oh. like the edge that you described the past you as having. Yeah. None of the psychedelics, meditations, or all this uh, stuff yeah. we talk about in the little alien spaceship with rainbows <laughs> everywhere. It's just none of that ever takes away your edge. No, I, it can't go away for some reason. Like we were as as we came in here, Cass is like, you should see the email we just got from the people we had a meeting with on Monday. <laughs> and this meeting was basically like I was. It was all fine and dandy till it came to like okay let's get down to business and i was just like here's how much it costs to work with us and y'all are pussies for not doing it and your your company's an embarrassment because you've never made a movie and you're calling yourself a company these lunches are nice but we all have real friends out in the world that we need to get back to and go do things you're either going to invest in us or you're not like let's get this going and they write back a little sassy like a little whatever but yeah, that's the cost of doing business with a, a real artist. I feel like, uh, you know, I'm a wily motherfucker. I don't know where it comes from, but yeah, it sounds like that bridge is burned unless this part gets edited yeah. out. Uh, no, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I, this, I was saying it to their face, like oh, well, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, so if I didn't burn the bridge right there, I don't know, but I don't think so. I think that uh, weirdly, sometimes this doesn't work. But Cass has kind of seen it. It's probably fifty-fifty. Sometimes I let people fully know who I am, and they come towards us and sometimes they they go away from us yeah it's a it's a good test because yeah. otherwise it would be revealed later and you just couldn't live with it i know well that yeah exactly it all comes out in the wash ultimately so you might as well just show them up front but i've probably blown some really decent <laughs> i remember once mailchimp was about to like fund a project for us and i got on the like the, you know i got on the phone with them and i was like no bullshit here and they just like kind of sensed what kind of guy i was going to be and they were like we're good man you've scared <laughs> off so many big names and brands and yeah. I'm, it, it's making me think like you can't help but think about yourself but uh, or maybe that's just narcissism here but i'm like what is the biggest brand that's reached out to me and i'm thinking like k-swiss and then they didn't anymore after i volunteered i'm like i don't i don't think i've been involved in big big brands yet even for you'll anything. Get, i feel like you'll get there if you want like the thing we do so applies to their world and um because it's basically they need me to like i know how to go out and essentialize humanity and they're and they're soulless and, <laughs> you know they're like can you offer that to our product and go, you know, we're really good at casting. So they're like, go pluck some people that will make our product seem authentic and genuine oh. and not fa- nameless, faceless, disgustingness. 
So, you know, we do it for the right price, but uh, I feel like uh, it puts us in a karmic predicament that I'm not so psyched about moving ahead. And I, I want to. I what if you split? What if you split your personality, and then it doesn't have to be Variate Productions doing it. It doesn't have to be Sean and Cass doing it. You make up a new yeah. persona. You put on different glasses. Do your hair a little yeah. differently, and then oh, I'm this psychopath that's I, doing the business. I uh, think that might actually be necessary because right now, like we have, um, you have we have sales reps out there. They're like you know, they 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 just fish around for work, and they'll bring stuff our way or whatever. And when we hired these people, they were basically like, you're going to have a hard time. Like, you have the best reel of anyone we represent, but, like, you're a straight white guy. Mm. And, they, and they weren't being dicks, but they were just kind of being the bears of, like, a truthful, terrible news. At the, you know what I mean? And I, and I think that this culturally, I think this moment will pass. And, you know, talented people will, will ultimately always rise to the top. But you know you don't need to be that talented to direct a commercial and they're like we want to check the culturally appropriate box yeah. you know what i mean so they're like just telling me like we straight up when when we get when we get boards for a job like they also come along with you know the gender and you know the sexual preferences of who the director should be and i'm like this is so weird i don't know if i want to go towards that um but if i do i might have to say i'm transitioning or something or like <laughs> it's so funny because cass is scrambling to to figure out how we're queer and she's like she's turning the the, the camera to mayor she's like mayor that mayor's our girlfriend so you know we're in a throuple and uh you know just giving them anything to it work with funny. you know and then like mayor's like saying hi and, and they're like okay i don't know like, if that helps us or hurts duly us noted. But <laughs> yeah but it, it makes it far. half though just because because yeah. you're there it only makes it half queer uh, well I, I just feel like it makes me doubly straight if anything it might hurt me oh that's true you're yeah. double straightness takes away from the queerness <laughs> yeah. and it just ba goes back to zero yeah, yeah exactly. you got one point here but you got a negative one yeah. here yeah exactly <laughs> I think I think you'll always be fine, and not just fine, but even better than fine. But yeah. you you won't be able to work within the 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 structure. Yeah. That I I don't want to. So yeah. it's fine. I yeah, think. I already worked at the History Channel. I already did my time in the mainstream. You know. So I'm I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised someone hasn't come to try to commodify what you do. They will. Have Have you ever had this like straight up getting ripped off? Like how? Your, your a concept or a wording or a style. Oh, yeah. I mean, like the, the company Xi'an in China, they sell lots of stuff on phone cases and things. But your stuff. Yeah, and <laughs> not like ripped off, like, hey, that's kind of similar, like the actual image with the name taken away. Wow. And then uh, there's no way to contact them to take it down or anything right. there's nothing anyone can do about no it. Recourse. Yeah, I see. and then you you see that you like well i could spend all day trying to get this removed or i can worry about what i'm getting and then you have to adopt the mentality as, as long as i'm getting my slice even if someone is getting a way bigger yeah. slice i just i can't think about equalizing mm. the whole thing i am the artist that owns the work it's yeah. no it's it's the future now and it's always been the future yeah. and it's always getting future year and mm. future year and stranger and melting into other stuff and yeah i'm just lucky to be here i guess absolutely man i think that's the exact right attitude well and you're in a world that can continue to evolve like we were just talking about maybe getting you into the nft space yeah and i hate calling it the space and i hate when people we all do it's yeah. uh, it's like the word god 
god or spiritual or anything space. yeah yeah like i'm really excited to be in the space i've got a cool i've, I've got an exciting project dropping uh, in three days it just you hate it you when you read people doing it it just makes the hate circle a part of you and that's maybe just an outsider perspective and it does seem um, you know, creating artificial scarcity seems wrong. So it's, I don't want to do a cash grab thing, but I yeah. also don't want to pretend like that space doesn't exist until we're just living in it, like mm. happened with social media. Like, mm. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to have a regular website. I'm not yeah. even going to use Squarespace or anything, just a website from 1998. Mm. And then no one's coming to your door anymore. It, it ultimately is the jokes on us. If mm. we keep digging in our heels, like this is the way it was. And this is what got me by so far. But like, I think we got to step into the, I mean, fuck all these fungible things you're making. We got to make them non-fungible or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. You know? I, yeah. I feel like for you, I don't know. I think it's about changing, shifting the perspective to like, Oh, this is like someone gets a fancy receipt for saying, I support Ramin as an artist. Because he's creating art that we can all see and benefit from. But if I spend this amount of money, I'm like helping making it possible. Like I'm now a producer of your art. I was just going to say there's probably a thought hack we could do that could help us all. Because I think we all struggle with the same thing. Like a modesty almost. It doesn't sound like compared to what I was saying. But that's, that's when I go to corporate meetings. I'm not modest. Yeah. But in our art, I'm very modest. We've never made money on any of our films because of it. They're all free. You know, we don't submit to film festivals. I just, it's, I'm too modest. I always forget that. I, yeah. I know that, but I, I forget that that's the thing because you, yeah. you see it so many other places. I'm like, yeah, they probably put ads on it. I'm like, wait a minute. No, they didn't. No. They didn't put ads on any of those. And no. it's all free on Vimeo. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But there's probably a way that we could think about the, the, the new space that we're all entering <laughs> and not feel so weird about entering it. You know what I mean? And I, being I, excited about yeah. it and the drops that we're going to have yeah, yeah, exactly. in the space. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of, I mean, I don't have the money. I mean, I guess I could have, I don't, I'm sure you can get affordable NFTs, but, you know, to be like, oh, here's all the artists I support. This is my digital wallpaper of, I don't know. It seems, I, I think seem it's just it. where we want to be karmically aligned and it's what we already do, but now we'll have like a, a blockchain receipt for it. It's what we already are doing. It's what, you know, our whole community already does. And yeah. And you can tie it to a physical thing too, or yeah. a, a ticket to somewhere or yeah. uh, access to things. It doesn't have to be the main part of it. Mm-hmm. You can be like, I'm selling you this physical object that comes with the non-fungible token. Yeah. That is. yeah. And then uh, it is easy to, to think that well it's all gonna what if it goes away what if there's a emp shockwave or a solar flare and the grid gets wiped out but then isn't everything gone then? yeah we have yeah. worse problems you got case. worse problems yeah. than we're being like my fucking nft portfolio what the hell we used to think about that with the movies like oh our whole career's gone if the, if, if the internet goes down but it's why i've encouraged like almost what's happened to you naturally i'm like once we put these out, I encourage everyone to pirate them. Do whatever the fuck you got to do to spread these around. I don't care if you host it on your thing. It doesn't matter where it's hosted. I don't give a fuck. Just get these fucking things out there. Go have at it. So, you know, I think uh, with the NFT thing, it, I, I think what we could do that could be really fun is make it a community thing. And just like the Church of Chill puts out and mints an NFT like once or twice a month. And it's through different artists and we split the money with them and you know, our half of it goes to trying to build a physical space that we could all party at, you know, that's that's basically what we're after now is like, how do we, how do we make the church of chill a physical thing? I think it's why we're getting kicked out of our apartment is because I feel like the universe is compelling us to like do it a little bit bigger because we can't host people right now. We can only do it in small amounts. And I'm like, maybe we could get to a place where we could host people and 
and maybe we could fund that through NFTs and, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. What is, what, yeah, what is your next ambition? Next ambition. Hmm. Um, do, do some, figure out uh, a way to, to join that space and not be cringe or perhaps mm. let go of the idea that cringe is bad. Perhaps maybe the bad thing is being cringe a lot, like, and keep going down the, the bad path of that, but it's okay to do, do a couple of yeah. cringe things here and there, but I don't know. I haven't thought of all my ambitions are so little at this point. Like they're like, oh, we're going to get a new washer dryer. I'm like, what if I got three more storage cubes for there <laughs> and then I could store stuff in the cubes? Yeah. And it's That's it's very nice. little thinking about the, like, how do I build the empire of me? Yeah. Because I feel like I'm good at games and good at stuff when I want to focus on it. And I've never truly focused on just raking in cash. Mm-hmm. And I've also never been like, no, like as pure as y'all i'm like somewhere in between yeah. the the, yeah. the pure and like you know i got to keep the lights on and also a little bit to keep the lights on for next month in the case that something bad happens but beyond this month's lights on and next month's lights on it's pretty much like what about the month after that that's mm. going to be pretty scary <laughs> and then like that serves as motivation to oh, okay i got to do some magic here the magic spell will be i will conjure up an image for the chic slate tablet that is in the hands of millions mm. and then by summoning that it will summon this which will direct that energy to that but as far as the ambitions in the space um it just it doesn't look fun yet and i want to make it fun yeah, mm. yeah. well if anyone's going to be able to do that imagine if instagram like the nft thing was just the interface of instagram and then you could place a bid on that image if you liked it and then it would secure that as it and maybe you'd get a print of it too or that's cool oh like it lives on your instagram page like an instagram account that's all nfts it's mm-hmm. like there's a there's a feed but no one can host it to their own individual profile unless it's a their nft so your instagram profile ends up being like the art that you think uh is worth supporting yeah like if imagine if attention truly was currency because right now they mm-hmm. say attention is currency but there's there's also actual currency and yeah. your landlord doesn't take attention so you do have to use <laughs> that magic to con- you can convert attention into currency but yeah. it is not currency in itself yeah. so imagine if you truly like imagine if our likes did have value and yeah. that you couldn't game the system either so that mm. you couldn't make bots that just send you the likes. But like you truly, if, if something you did truly did impact a hundred thousand people, then you would feel that, yeah. that impact and it would support the lights on. But, yeah. but then again, how do I, how do the lights stay on? Someone could make the argument of like, well, that's not how the world works. It's about suffering. <laughs> and it's a, like in succession, what does he say? Uh, life isn't about love. Life is a, is a number on a piece of paper. Life is a, a fight for a knife in the mud. Mm, wow. It, that's, uh, that's great writing. I've never seen that show. That's incredible it's writing. It's the best writing. It's fucking Shakespeare. You got to yeah. watch Succession. Oh, I'm, I'm psyched that this many people love it and have recommended it. And there's like three seasons we haven't seen. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm psyched that we get to just dive in all at once. It's billionaires that are not good people, but so likable because their rawness and their uniqueness and the way the writing is. You're like, I love all these billionaires, but they're not good people. That's like, that's problematic. Yeah, of course, very gross, problematic people, but not in the way that you're imagining because you're probably imagining like Trump family or something. But but it's like in a a truly likable way because when I think about all those characters, I'm like, I'm so glad. (laughs) This sounds like propaganda. 
I am propaganda. <laughs> no, but don't you? But you know, like if if someone told you, like, oh, this was the show that's like partly happened with in collaboration with I don't know, the U.S. government or some I don't know, just some some factor that was like, you it know what, be. we need to create a show that. Uh, Starts to garner um, some sympathy for the mass wealth inequality we have in our country, and kind of just make people like, just make sure there's not a class war. Yeah, it could be, mm. and, and not necessarily even a bad thing. Like, I don't think, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, I have no, I have no way of knowing whether that is or not, but surely an argument can be made. It doesn't smell like that as much as it does, like in a Marvel movie or something, which I right. love the Marvel yeah, movies, yeah. but that's clearly funded by whatever the military or China or yeah. what there, there's some agenda at oh, play totally. to make something painted as yeah. The, the, the Jack Ryan show that like, yeah. uh, th- that's like trying to depict Venezuela as a nuclear, you know, threat <laughs> to us. And like, it's just like the CIA wrote this, like yeah, there's the some crazy stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't even think it's bad to have compassionate views of billionaires or anything. I don't think it changes you thinking that maybe mm. that's not the way things should well, go. Well, uh, I was listening to this guy that I was trying to do a deep dive today on this guy, David Hawkins. Have you ever looked into his work? No. He's um he's most famous for mapping consciousness like he he did it holy shit yeah he did it he, I thought honestly, we had no clue <laughs> he's, he's done a really he's nice job at it, it it's kind of fucking crazy um but like it's a scale of zero to a thousand and he talks about like you know all of the the benchmarks of that that would lead between them all and so we're we're rating it on a sorry to interrupt but yeah. rating it on a scale of like like zero would be like you have the choice of zero or one that's like base level consciousness you are a decision maker of these two choices and that's the limit Mm -hmm. of it and then it builds upon that to where this content we have like our reptile brain and a prefrontal cortex and like i'm thinking about uh, what am i going to do for dinner later and like all of this at the same time well yeah just basically like you know uh, just just logging like here's here's what the emotional here's what the field is like at the lowest level here's what the field is like here's the qualities of the field at this level and the qualities at this level and it's like you look through it and you know a thousand being the highest you look through it and you're like i have i've had moments at 650 you know what i mean and and it's just uh it, it's the perception of the world it's the way you're looking at things it's the feelings you're having about things and you know I, actually when i think about it the scale is 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 to ascension because the top one a thousand is god mode basically it's yeah. like you, so you're, you're everything you, at a thousand yeah, yeah you're everything it's kind of nice because yeah. i've been feeling some of the feels in the lower level and it's kind of nice of just being like all right i'm just because you take yourself a little less seriously when you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not so high in this mm-hmm. consciousness map. You can kind of be like, all right, let me not invest further in the hate or humiliation. Well, or- when you look at it as a scale and you see like, oh, hatred and humiliation is like down here. It's just like some of the lowest things. And mm. and and this guy's done studies where um, is that the lowest level of hell? Or what do we have? The lowest that? level is, is IBS. humiliation. IBS. Oh. <laughs> you know, like you have IBS in front of you know while you're giving a speech. <laughs> Why don't can we show it to her? <laughs> yeah, show and then the we can even put it on the. Yeah, this is me giving a speech at a wedding and uh, <laughs> I'm getting IBS. Yeah. <laughs> that becomes your most successful yeah. film. <laughs> it oh, would, we should put be. ads on that. Here you go. We can even we'll, we, we'll flash we'll this up somewhere. on the screen. Um, yeah, <laughs> remember thirty-five. Jamie, minutes zoom in. <laughs> that's, that's funny culturally that everyone knows what that means. Yeah, ja- Jamie Dublin. Yeah. most people. It's Joe, crazy. Uh, Joe, it's crazy that Joe Rogan is the Trump of today in terms of everyday. The, the trending topics, what people are talking yeah. about oh, is something yeah. to do with yeah. Joe Rogan. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it's sad. It's a perfect distraction. Mm-hmm. I guess perfect consequences of building your own empire. Yeah. Well, um, you know, part of this and, and part of like seeing this, this scale of consciousness, not only like to, to kind of like see how you're doing and avoid it, but also like humanity is also following this, you mm. know? And so right now we're probably uh, like between 200 and 250. Um, right it, now? You, yeah. Just, like as you're talking to as me a right species, now? You oh, know what as I mean? Species. And ba- back in Jesus's day, we were around like 150 and it's just a much more violent time. Might not, mm. It might seem crazy, but we've come a long way in terms of that stuff. We totally have. Just look yeah. at the torture devices. Yeah, mm. yeah. And I know they're still waterboarding yeah. and stuff like that, but I think in general it was way rougher. Yeah, yeah, but like when you think about it and when you consider that, doesn't that help you like forgive our current predicament a little bit? You're like, we're getting better. We're doing better. Our torture devices have gotten a lot better. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're not nailing anyone to a cross. I don't, I'm, not even, uh, I'm not even mad at our current predicament. No, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. I just virtue signal sometimes. Like, oh, can you believe these stupid uh, oh, whatevers? But deep down, I'm not mad at any... Yeah. Any figure that's Martin Screlly oh. or Trump or well, anyone. I've you never... should see where you are on there. You're probably like in the 650 realm, man. Really? Like, I mean, you're pretty high up. If you can't, Definitely. If you can't be pushed into outrage, I think you're pretty high up there, man. I think you're. Oh, I'll have outrage, but just not at not at the news, like at yeah. assembling a piece of furniture <laughs> or uh, like, oh, why why do I want to have energy now? I want to focus on this. Why am I tired again? Yeah. And I yeah. drank an energy drink and it didn't work, and uh, I drank mm. the coffee and it didn't work. These are bad examples. Don't blame energy drinks or coffee; no, they are good. But sometimes <laughs> you do need a nap, and you can't just mm-hmm. energy drink yourself through yeah. stuff. So. But I'll I'll have that kind of uh, outrage, but not like oh, can you believe what these Democrats or these Republicans are doing, or these Libertarians are doing, or these yeah, yeah. these these podcasters that think that they stand outside of politics yeah, to yeah, not yeah, engage yeah. in politics <laughs> is to, con- to contribute to injustice. <laughs> if you're not yeah, contributing yeah. to the, the eliminator of injustice, yeah, it's a low frequency conversation that uh, you, you know if you can when you start yeah, to pick I, up. I went on to texts now. Oh, whatever. When you start to pick up on how low frequency the conversation is, you um, all you have to do is have the intention to not be in that conversation anymore. And you're, you will start, to, everything will start to align to that. Mm. And one of the cool things he was saying, um, and I wish I could speak to it better, but like look into this dude's work, uh, is like you can, Im- you can raise uh, the consciousness of something by imbuing it with goodness. Like mm. it's kind of crazy. Like you can sit there and be like, you know, a, a gerbil could be like at a 50, but you could sit there and be like, I love it so much. It's so cute. Do you see how cute this thing is making our environment right now? And you could raise that from like 50 to 150, you know, and, and this is, uh, this is measurable and this is where it comes, where it comes in the stuff that people will probably maybe take issue with. He's, he's done all this by kinesthesiology. What's muscle, that? Muscle testing. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, you give a shock so that the muscle. No, no. Like... you should talk to Shane about this too. I would, I would eat up an episode of you guys talking about this. But it's it's muscle testing. Um, you know, you you put your arm out and you ask a question, and then yeah, you have somebody push your arm with with two fingers. And Do you it, love me? I don't know. <laughs> so and if it goes down, it would be like you know, if if it doesn't go anywhere, it's it's true. If it does, it's false. It's it's, it's very simple. So, you but know. you you make sure to not tell them before you you do that, right? Because otherwise, no. aren't they going to just like? Some, sometimes you can't you can't really control it. Like it's kind of crazy because we've both had this done, and you you really can't control it. Um, so it, it's a very that, strange it phenomenon. It doesn't seem true, but I'm willing to try that. But it seems like you can, like I am a blue, pan, I'm a blue banana right yeah, now. Yeah, and, and then and it's like, I'm still, yeah. I'm lying my ass off right yeah. now. I have $100 billion and yeah. I made it by being a blue banana, Yeah, but I'm not a blue banana. Wait, yeah, we should probably pull out, I'm not saying this minute, but 
if you can muscle test yourself and kind of what's you can yeah. you know but um you know so so he 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 pulled that he pulled all this information down through through muscle testing and you watch this guy's lectures and he'll have a woman on stage and he'll be in the middle of a thing and he'll say you know do people have guardian angels is that true and he'll he'll say resist and he'll push her arm and it won't go anywhere and he'll say it is true and and then he'll go <laughs> you know he'll go into how it is and i mean this guy he's like a phd very well respected dude uh, you know he mapped fucking consciousness in a really dope way and um yeah, just just like he was just blowing my mind today about basically just aligning yourself with your highest intentions. And that's all you have to do. You do not have to fucking kick and scream like nails on a chalkboard through this fucking life trying to get what you want. You really just have to align yourself with it. And I think we've seen this. I've seen it with my own life. You know what I mean? I was a fucking nerd who was self-conscious about his body. And then jokingly kind of started being like, I'm a sex icon, actually. <laughs> Let me flip the script and look at my life, you know? <laughs> you did it. <laughs> yeah. What age? Like 15? Uh, um, no, uh, 35. 35 you flipped it? Yeah. I remember you telling some story of like you, you got interested in girls like at 15 yeah. and you stopped uh, caring about I everything stopped, else. I, well, I stopped playing baseball and started oh, that's just it, baseball. dating my neighbors. And, oh, but uh, you were still the nerd then, though. You still felt like I you were still the nerd. Felt, yeah, I still felt like... Yeah, that helped a lot. I don't know when you got your first girlfriend, but it probably helped a lot. 38. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got it no, yet? No, uh, let's see, 20... Uh, I think 20, 21. Yeah, it probably felt like a big relief. It's hard to br bring myself back to that time, but it felt like the biggest relief of my life. Yeah. yeah, my first boyfriend definitely. Because I, right? I, I remember just like being like, I'm so lonely, like, oh, oh you know, yeah, yeah. at 16 or whatever. And then you get the boyfriend. And yeah. It was, it was, I think it was mixed for me. Now looking back on it, like it was, maybe that's with everything. There's always like a little bit. I think with, with alcohol, it was more of a relief with alcohol. Like I was wondering what yeah. alcohol uh, was. And then finally, when I understood like, oh, that's what getting drunk is. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a something big like moment that, for me Even too. though I felt terrible. Yeah. So I will say even with any of the drama that uh, came with the, the first relationship, mm -hmm. it's still, uh, still the, um, yeah, the mix, the mix of the relief, even in the turmoil. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Not to go back to kinesiology, but whatever. I'm going to go back to it. Because I just want to say... I, I like it. I think there is a reason that it works. Like, Because I haven't been watching these videos with Sean. But it makes sense to me that it's a way of communicating with like this... Let's just Spirit. call it God. The thing that connects us all. Without like the monkey mind getting interfering mm -hmm. and so you're asked you're asking like on a cellular level a question that the mind can't fully process or control but your body can intuit yeah it's kind of like a lie detector test yeah because mm -hmm. uh the the body came before the the brain in terms of we've been talking about me and shane have like life forms like so many things are were there before the brain became a thing like the yeah. sex sex existed before brains did so it's yeah. a very powerful force of nature so mm. like your your body has an intelligence it's not just intelligence here and then this is dumb like bullshit it's yeah. all of it has an intelligence in it wow mm. and don't they have like this is probably total bullshit but who cares i'm not on or even if i was on a science podcast it doesn't matter if it's bullshit but mm. i think there's neurons in your heart and in your really in your gut it's not just in your another serotonin receptors in your gut Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But I remember something with neur like heart that's neurons awesome. or something. So you actually do Very have a, a heart intelligence and a gut intelligence. Wow. Definitely feels like it. Like when you tap into that, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I mean, uh, Cassie is the kinesthesiologist for years. I use them and it's the, the way that I saw this guy doing it during a lecture I've never seen before, like literally asking a question and, and, and using this woman as like a, a conduit to spirit and, and, you know, but when we've had it done, they're not asking you questions. You're laying on a table and your, your arms up and he's putting, um, things a- around your head and just seeing if your body wants it or if it doesn't. Yeah. And- like the first time I did it, he was like, and I had been eating all the things he told me to chill on. Like, he wouldn't know. He said olives and lemons. Or so I was eating a lot of olives. I was having, like, Kalamata olives in the fridge. And then every morning I was drink- drinking a whole big glass of lemon water. Like, every morning. And mm-hmm. he's like, you need to chill on those two things. I'm like, yeah. how the... What the fuck? And, and same thing. I only went once. But um, I hadn't really been eating oranges for years. And then we had, a, we had a box of oranges. And I was enjoying for three, four nights in a row, every night, just having an orange at the end of the day. And that's the only thing he said to me. He was like, uh, you shouldn't eat oranges. And Damn. I was like, what? <laughs> I think that fuck? really influenced me to like eat everything in moderation. Because like, I used to think, oh, I, the, the only thing that's healthy are sweet potatoes, so I'm only going to eat sweet potatoes, and then I think that can get you out of whack. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the end of it, by the end of it, I not didn't stop believing in it, but I felt that his monkey mind had gotten in the way where I was just on these supplements, and there was no path for me getting off. It was just a... What do you call it? When, uh, maintenance. I was on a uh, maintenance thing. Which supplements? Uh, like. <laughs> That's a good sign right there. Everything. I don't even know. Like the most reishi expensive shit. and camu camu and like all these things. But it was like a few hundred dollars a month. And I was like, I just can't keep this up. Like I just, I can't. I, I, I believed in the practice, practice, but the racket part of it was left such a bad taste that I made her yeah. uh, reconsider. And so instead I just healed but it. That's where his, like that's where there's human influence in. Yeah. In distort things. And, you know, how did you end up being healed? You. Right? Are you telling me I was healthy? You know, yeah, ju- I'm just, just me saying you're healthy. And, and it wasn't me saying it. I was literally, I had my hands on your body. And I was just like, just doing the thing. I was just like intuiting. And I was like, you know what? You're actually fine. Because yeah. I wanted to tell you, here's what you need to do, Cass. But there was nothing to say. It was just like, you're actually healed. Like, you're, you're just, you think you're, you're sick. Yeah, you're you like, just really? need to let your body heal. Maybe you me. needed to go on that path. Like yeah. you probably took one supplement because you, you, you wanted to improve one thing and then it did help you feel better. And you're like, oh, maybe this one will help with this other thing. And yeah. then before you know it, you're taking $200 worth of yeah. pills every month. And then, but the journey is complete. And then you're like, what if I just took zero instead of even tapering it off? What if I just took none of them? And, and nothing changed. She's yeah, fine. The journey was done. The journey you, was you done. Want it. Maybe you did get something out of it, but like you don't need to listen to those records anymore yeah, yeah exactly wait hold on put your arm out is the journey done yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we should learn how to actually muscle test each other i mean it's it's not oh, it's that a much specific more. part yeah well, yeah it's, it's just like a two-finger thing like you can only push someone so hard with two fingers you know what i mean okay. so yeah. i i don't know it, it's it starts to sound crazy when i'm sitting here getting high talking about it but like Look into this dude, man. Dr. There's David a lot Hawkins. of real stuff like that. There's, of course, probably way more grifters and people yeah. faking it, but there's so much real, every, like, channeling. Uh, acupuncture is a real thing. Like, you yeah. can put a pin in the middle of your toes, and then it fixes your neck. Like, there's oh, so much yeah. weird. Uh, reflexology. like yeah. Just, like, these weird, like, little mysterious phenomena that science can't yet explain. Maybe one day they'll be able to, but... I love that there's a whole field of, of stuff that's like that's happening that like we can't yet grasp, but some people 
through fucking crazy downloads we can't explain are able to map some of this stuff. It's it's crazy. Do you like the time loops uh thing with uh, or it's not a thing it's a book um eric wargo have you ever heard of him from i don't know michael phillip is big into him mm-hmm. uh i think noah may be into him no no maybe not noah's noah's a higher level than that but the whole people are into noah yeah he's not into people <laughs> <laughs> he was in, he was into neville Gard- Goddard yeah, for yeah, a while yeah, but sure. then but noah moves through phases he's yeah. super into a thing and when he's yeah. into that thing it's it's all about yeah. that and it's always changing and that's why he's such an interesting guy to it's why we didn't fucking buy crypto when he first told us mm, eight mistake. years ago but was a big a mistake on our part but yeah anyway who is this guy Oh, but basically he talks about um, time being a, a, a full circle. We've all heard that time mm-hmm. is a flat circle thing, but you get messages from the future in your dreams. And um, it's kind of a, a mix of woo-woo, but like very science practical oriented, mm-hmm. even to the point where he thinks that people that a remote view stuff in a different room, like when they write a number on a whiteboard and then someone remote views and they can see the number in the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the way he maps it out is that uh, you didn't actually remote view, but you have a memory from the future of when the results uh, were revealed from you. So it's like you already have your whole life in your being. So you do mm-hmm. get messages from your future self and everything you're doing, you are doing the right thing in that part of the movie, but it's, you can't, yeah. you can't have a full connection to it. Cause then the movie would be spoiled if you mm-hmm. were directly talking to future you, Yeah, but you get little nudges. We couldn't of, live if the veil wasn't pulled over our eyes. Exactly. We couldn't, we couldn't keep doing it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it would take a lot mm-hmm. of will. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Cause I, we just recorded a podcast today where I talked about when you really slow down or when you really take a bunch of mushrooms or, or whatever, and, or you're in a deep meditation, how you can feel, uh, just in, in terms of human evolution, you can feel when I was, I could feel being a caveman and I can feel achieving my alienhood and everything in between. Like I possess all that right now. And that, that fucking trips me out a little bit and that, that I can feel into that and I can relate with the aliens. Cause I'm like, that's just a further evolution of us. And if time's not real, like, yeah, you take some substance that pops you out of your projection of what you think time is, and yeah, you could tap into that shit. Yeah, time is the first thing that goes. And yes. then now that we're in it, it's impossible to, like we were talking, I think, before the recording, when stuff's going good in the relationships, I can't imagine we could ever fight. Yeah. When it's going bad, I can't imagine we could ever get yeah. not fighting. Yeah, yeah, gosh. But yeah, when you're in time, it's like, no, there's no such thing as time stopping. That's just the oxytocin in your brain going off to produce yeah. a serotonin reaction that gives the perception of time not moving. But if you were to time it with a watch, you would mm. see clearly the time does move mm. forward. But Have you had any experiences of extreme time distortion? Oh, yeah, but um, let's see, the best way to describe them, other than there's the the minimal level one of, like, you haven't looked at the clock in who knows how long, and you're like, I bet it's I bet it's 8, yeah. and then you look, and it's 2, yeah. two yeah. Uh, not a.m., but p.m., and yeah. uh, s- stuff like that, or, but l- major jumps, I remember one time I, I jumped from being, like, a 10-year-old me into 2014 me which was still very futuristic because we were still rocking this in 2014 we all pretty much had smartphones flip phone was a strange thing to have so it's yeah it's kind of weird that uh we thought at that rate, it's like, oh, we went from flip phones to smartphones. Who knows? We're probably going to be in VR by 2018. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't play out like that. We're in 2022 and it's still this. Mm-hmm. But the point of that was I, I went from age 10 to 2014 and was just blown away by the little 
icon. Wait, when did you do? When did you do this? Yeah, you, you got to give us a little. Oh, bit in more. in this twenty is... in twenty fourteen with uh in a in a um mushroom state. Oh, so you experienced what it was like being ten years old. I was I was ten, and then I jumped back into now as a 10 year old oh whoa. like so where this like blew my mind it, yeah. and it's not that i was like what are these but it just it was yeah I, I couldn't believe that i was on a landline and then i just was holding this and that i no longer whoa. lived at home and i was a a person with a car and a <sighs> bank account and like i was a full ad- adult me i'm like i'm this is this is future like i, I am in I am in future. Future is me. And then it like kind of melts back into like you start remembering. So then the effect goes. But the the jump was very distinct of like, that's nuts. And and maybe the jump is just made of like a kind of like an amnesia effect of of all the in-between. So so you have this data point of you being ten, and then this data point of now, and it, and it feels like fucking insane. Yeah. Because all the because all the middle data points are gone, and then you're saying the remembering kind of are those coming back a little bit. Yeah. Um, in a, as it transpires, then then it feels that way. But like the the first like ten seconds, it it just feels like a a leap. And mm. the, actually, the first time that happened was my first trip ever. And my friend told me like, "Hey, try this out." Close your eyes. You're eight years old right now. Mm. And then, like, I was for just a few seconds, like, walking around in the snow. I'm back at Canada. And then, like, I, I popped back. He's like, wasn't that nuts? Oh, and, dude. Uh, was I, that I, Devin who did that to you? No, I didn't know <laughs> Devin back then. This was back in oh, this was back in 2006 or something. So yeah. before, uh, which I did meet Devin in 2010, maybe, or 2011. But I didn't know that I did. Um, and then I met him later, I think through y'all. Yeah. And then... Uh, well, he, he, can, told, he told us to, to hit you up when we came out here the first time. Oh, that's how it all comes full circle. Yeah. So I'd forgot that the wizard him was that other guy that I'd met. Who could put two and two together? I mean, yeah. he's going by a different name. He looks like a completely different person. His Is name's he doing Devin okay? Because he, like, he yeah. busted his uh, leg. I think we talked about it last time, too. Yeah, his, or something. yeah Devin's doing great. Uh, he heals really fast. He, he, yeah, he healed fast, and he's not taking those wizard pills anymore. He used to take something for his knee that turned all his hair white and everything. Oh, so it's going back? So, yeah, he's Becoming turning the into dark the dark wizard. wizard. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's a, it's, but slowly, you know? It's very cool. It, it is pretty cool. Damn uh, the black. But and he's then he'll going rejoin it. later. Then yes. he'll go naturally white. Yeah. But he got to preview it. He got to jump to his old self for yeah. a little bit. Oh, he's very he's, powerful. He's a powerful time hopper, and... He's the type of dude. He's so fun to trip with if you're playful like like that. Like, hey, let's have fun. Let's let's try to go back to when you're eight years. Old. We've worked with hypnosis. We've we've done every fucking weird experiment you could do with Devin. It's he's but really fun to trip with. That's powerful that your friend was able to like bring you to eight years old. Mm-hmm. You know, it well, makes me think like, what the fuck? I need to play with hypnosis more often. There's some cool space to yeah. explore. Yeah, I've, I've never gotten been... super into it. I, it's happened before, but mm-hmm. I've never, I've never, maybe because it involves so much patience. Mm-hmm. But I hypnotized with a little a YouTube video once and where I like, they're like, now you can no longer lift your arms. And then I'm like, can't I'm, oh, I'm like wow. i'm in the deep trance it was a safe one it wasn't a fuck with you type of oh one, my god that makes wow. me so nervous <laughs> you know that's cool though but there's the part of your head still in the back there even when you find yourself completely still and you can't move a muscle like there's still part of you it's like yeah but i probably could though yeah but but i can't so yeah. that's yeah. it's it's all about convincing you that 
you're doing it. So mm-hmm. no one's dominating you. It's like convincing you to get in the mm. susceptive subs- state. Of mm. Receptive, yeah. Because yeah. Devin always said, like, it's consensual. And that's kind of like, you think you have to consent to this. You have to allow yourself to go there. You had to allow yourself to become that eight-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. You know, so. And, well, and you have to allow yourself to become whatever it is your final form is. You know, and uh, buff Kumail, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But like, kind of what this guy, this doctor I've been, I'm listening to, is saying is just like uh, similar to Neville Goddard. It's like just, just kind of go there, and you will go there. You know what I mean? If that's the intention of your life, it's gonna fucking work out. It's gonna go there. Very, uh, yeah, really interesting. I could go on and on about that dude. Like he, he blew me away today. You know, when did you get into him? And how? today. This is the first day? Yeah. Oh, I wonder yeah. if you'll still be into it in a week. Oh, yeah, but either way. Uh, well, no, I'm, who knows? Probably not. I'll probably, I, I forget who these people are. You know what I mean? It just comes up in my, it just comes up in my periphery and then I do a little research and then I'm, I'm pretty good about like, if I just listen to something today, I can get it across, but like yeah. it'll fade away. But yeah. it's like trying to remember every restaurant you eat at. If, yeah. if you're on the road and you're not cooking at home and every day you go to a new place and you're still yeah. like, maybe you enjoy every meal, but it's like, what was the name yeah. of the speaker that yeah, you loved two know. weeks ago that taught you about the thing that you don't even remember the name of? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was the vitamin that it was a supplement that I needed. Then. Yeah. I, I needed this guy to wake me up to something and, and wake me up to that. Um, it, it's on me in a lot of ways, you know, and I can curse my future and tell terrible tales and cast awful spells about it or i can do basically what i did with when i was 16 with filmmaking it's just like i'm gonna be a fucking director i am a director and it takes another 10 11 years before i ever do anything about it and then you know 20 years later like it's fucking crazy it's it's crazy i'm doing it and it's a hard thing to do uh you know getting recognized as making films is so hard it's like it's such a expensive and hard and you have to know someone and I don't know anyone and like just all this shit and I'm, I'm able to do it so I've seen it pay off in my life so to just have this guy come along and, and give me a little reminder when I'm at a place where I'm a little less confident and so it just reminds me just like be fully confident about it just be headstrong and, and go towards it and there's really nothing you can do to fuck it up there's yeah. nothing you can do to fuck your life up it's just it's it's playing out there's a pattern playing out and I think that's why it's on the higher end of the scale, like when you kind of just become the witness and and beyond the witness, just the isness, you know, and that's all Jesus was doing, you know. He was way too ahead of his time, so they had to fucking... And he would yeah. be ahead of his time now, you know what I mean? We, we've had to kill anyone that, that comes close to inhabiting those kind of values. It, it sounds so conspiracy-y, but there's just so many examples Come of on, it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Martin Luther King, Fred Hampton, like... Fucking Malcolm Robert X F. when he came back from Mecca. <laughs> Malcolm X, you know, JFK, you know, the, these, it's, it's crazy. You know, the people that are like, cool, let, well, let's maybe try to live Christ's message. The re- they had to kill JFK because he was starting to wind down the war machine. And that motherfucker was just getting going back then. They were like, hell no. Hell no. We got to fucking off this guy. He's going to fucking let Cuba just be fucking doing it. Like, whatever, I could go, go crazy. <laughs> but like, we, we have to kill these people. We have to, you know, they're too much of a threat to the way that we're doing things currently because we're not there. We're, our, our current number is too low to even understand what a motherfucker like that's doing. So, yeah, it's definitely a warning shot to anyone else, like because people understand what's happening. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 
It's it's fucking. I was reading a thing the other day, and it really just hurt my soul that uh, this town in Oregon has a church that's um, been feeding homeless people three meals a day and letting them park in their parking lot for years. And now, um, you know, the rich asshole residents are like, not in my backyard. Have you ever heard of that? NIMBY? NIMBY, no. It's a, it's like an attitude, toward, like not in my backyard. Oh. So, so they're forcing the hand of this church to not serve three meals a day. They're saying you can only serve one, and then they're going to try to get them to not do it at all. Under what grounds are they? Who's they? Um, the city council. Oh, and what right do they have to do that? I thought churches were like tax-free and protected, and uh, you can yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah, but um, they, there's now they're, they're just filing noise complaints. They're just like oh, they're the, loopholes. The, yeah, th- that's the NIMBY attitude. It's like Karenism. You know what I mean? It's just like, nope, not in my backyard. So these are a lot of times these are are people who espouse liberal values, but uh, you know hold this attitude towards like. Cool. Um, yeah, but there won't be low-income housing in my neighborhood, like because mm-hmm. that's going to bring down my my property value. Like, hey, yeah, no, I'm against homelessness and everything, but not here. Yeah, you know, yeah, you like, don't want to be connected to it at all. You just yeah, yeah, and it's it's just a fucking just a terrible state of mind, and you just hear about this this type of stuff more and more. It's like people being legislated out of uh, doing their natural instinct of human service because I do feel like that's what we were put here to do. It's just serve and serve each other and serve God. And that sounds so lame, but like to, to legislate people from, from doing that, it just feels like uh, it's creating some nasty karma and some stuff that we're going to really have to deal with at some point. Maybe they, they came here to do the opposite. So there's like half the people came to help people and serve God, or maybe not the other yeah, half, yeah. but maybe there's <laughs> like just in, in a hidden role game of, you know, among us or uh, <laughs> secret Hitler or resistance. Do you ever play any of those? <laughs> no. Where uh, murder may be another variant of the, the same Mm. game but like you're you're all dealt cards and basically everyone gets cards saying good good guy and then one person gets the card saying there's the bad guy yeah. and the role is secret and then the whole game is spent trying to figure out who is the bad guy and the mm. bad guy does things to sabotage the mission of love it. of the team and you never know who the bad guy is and it becomes like a, a trust game of a, a form of poker of like no i swear mm. i'm innocent and then people cast you out as the witch and then you you find out that oh okay we just killed one of our own yeah thinking mm. that it was uh, a witch but um that's yeah, what we're so, doing with joe rogan right now oh the witch hunt yeah, yeah the witch hunt <laughs> is on man i saw this guy had the issue was like his second or third apology this week i'm like bro really? they got you on the ropes man i don't even know what's uh i don't even know what I just know that he's trending every day and that yeah. there's the occasional uh, vaccine episode with someone that yeah. very uh, is anti-vax and then mm. that gets that gets blown up but other than that I don't I don't know what he's even It's pretty nefarious. I'm not even a, really a Joe Rogan fan, but man what they're doing to this guy is like really nefarious and so clearly a cover up and and the White House is compelling Spotify to censor a voice. Like it's very, it's concerning. It's really concerning. And what I think, do they do? They want to take it down, or they want to just put a label on it? Um, it, one leads to the next, and you know they want they Ideally they want to fully they want to take them down. They they want to deplatform them. Um, they want to make it so his voice can't be out there, basically because he has too many listeners. And but if they took him off Spotify. Then this point has already been made before. I'm sure he'll have he, a bigger audience somewhere else. Yeah, and he'll get to keep the 100 million because that uh, mm-hmm. that was uh, not part of the deal. If you get kicked out, you still get the money. So that's yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he's gonna he's getting that hundred million no matter what. And people are so fucking bitter about it. They're so mad, man. And and it's it's like one of those things. Like I I love Tim Heidecker, but I have to watch this guy every day just obsess over Joe Rogan. I'm like, just do your fucking thing. Man. <laughs> oh yeah, Shane probably beats him at it though. But he he, <laughs> he recognizes that it's for uh, like no, I just like to go here and vent, and yeah. he'll also clarify that like people read tweets as though they're being serious. But no, I'm I'm saying it with a big smile on my face. I'm yeah. just trying to write jokes. But yeah. oh man, does he tweet about the anti-vaxxers and Joe Rogan? Oh a lot? yeah, well that, that, I heard him and Noah got into it a little bit. No. Oh a while back, yeah. 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 So Is he still doing DMTX? Um, no. Mm. He's he's taking it easy, but he's not uh, not doing anything. But he'll be like, "Well, I tried a little bit of ketamine last yeah. week, and that felt good, so I might try it again in two days." And then, like, yeah. before you know it, it's like, "Okay, I'm getting an allergic reaction. I'm gonna stop now." Oh wow! But he was the guy who was signed up to do like the infusion. Oh DMT. yeah, mm. which is an interesting thing about how. Uh, when people are, think he's such a mainstream media, mainstream narrative following person, part of that is, I mean, one part of it is he's like talking to scientists all day that are not like uh, Jordan Peterson and Dr. Malone, like these, they're yeah. not controversial, just boring scientists yeah, from, yeah. from schools just to learn about stuff. So he he has a bigger picture of it, but also because he's lost his mind on on heavy heavy dmts before so he's very well aware of thinking that everything is a synchronicity and everything Mm. is out to get him and he he knows that perspective too but i think he defaults to a more uh um you know uh pragmatic what's the word uh rationalist yeah reductionist um like if you if you can't detect it like what what good is it like yeah all that stuff sounds good when you when you get super woo woo but like what what can you show me where's the evidence evidence yeah 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 Yeah, it's it's easy to i i yeah it's kind of confusing that i don't i don't know i like when i talk to my friends who are nurses or whatever it's like so obvious that there's uh you know that this is a problem that should be taken care of and I guess we just have different ideas about the approaches to that and all ideas should be allowed yeah. to be heard but sometimes it feels like people are like uh, looking the other way when there's evidence and just that the conspiracy has as big of a voice as something that has like a lot of data um, just poking like this is what you say sometimes is like oh it's a lot easier to poke a hole in something than to have an idea for something yeah and so rather it's almost like it's easier to poke a hole in the idea that the vaccine works than try to create something that actually helps people. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. And it, it's probably both. It like works and then sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. So it's not a hundred percent. And perhaps there are side effects we don't know about yet. And that's yeah. like weighing it. It's like, which is worse, the novel virus or the, mm. the side effects. Well, I got uh, the vaccine and the virus. So I'm double, <laughs> I'm doubled up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, that's, it's, yeah, it's queer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my we're God. we're just I feel like we're in such like polarizing times that like everything feels like you need to take an extreme position and it's just like yeah we're we're learning we're all learning together what this thing is and how to yeah. best mitigate it and um I, I I hate that I don't I just I don't trust anything that has a like capitalist profit motive behind it so I question those things but it seems like the evidence so far is uh the vaccine helps people like not have it as severely. It doesn't seem to stop stop the spread of anything. 
Um, but, and I, but like I'm just like open to hearing information and taking it in. And well, that's where Joe know. Rogan seems like that's what he was trying to do. So yeah. first, a voice that was like an like an inquisitive voice, and maybe he was leaning towards like. Uh, pri- like being a voice that prioritizes maybe some of the stuff that goes seems yeah. to go unreported is like that's where he becomes the threat but it's well he he's a threat the reason that the white house would be concerned with a podcaster right now is because um they don't want him broadcasting during the next couple elections oh uh, and that's funny he was almost the debate uh the moderator between trump I and know. biden I know. maybe not almost but the fact that he was uh people were seriously contending yeah, for people, him yeah that and he been... was always saying like no i don't i don't want to yeah, do like, that and it was crazy when he said even like mild support of bernie that that really seemed to be the nail it, in the coffin it, set, for... it sets people off because he's a challenge to the um the the, the establishment the leg- legacy media legacy fucking politicians and they the the only plan that the that the current administration has to deal with this um this virus is vaccines so somebody that questions that like is a serious threat to the state and you know there's there, the fact of the matter is there's tons of things we should be doing to prevent this and treat this he talks about the whole spectrum of those things a lot of which aren't massively profitable for pharmaceuticals so of course they're everyone's going to come after him from every angle because who put joe Biden in the white house you know what i mean like who who did that it was the pharmaceuticals it was these interests so of course joe biden's out there trying to represent those interests and make sure that that voice gets shut down and i think it should concern us all even if we don't agree with joe rogan because whatever they do to him they're going to use as the excuse to do to us anyone you know what i mean uh so i i i couldn't give a fuck about his show if he ever did an episode again but if he got forcibly taken off by the suggestion of the white house i I th- it's just really it's a bad day for comedy it's a bad day for everything you know but what if what if he was just back on youtube though back to the point of he would just spread he would be more i feel like then they, i feel they, like they should be they shot themselves in the foot i feel like he should i don't understand worrying about certain platforms more than other platforms like oh because it's what is going on it's just very confusing that you well, can be on yeah. one platform, you can't be on the uh, other platform, or that Neil Young thinks it's okay to not to be on Amazon Prime, you know what I mean, or whatever it like, is. He's like, wait, everyone, I only want to be aligned with ethically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no one cared that Spotify pays their artists the worst of all the, the platforms, and it was all about yeah. uh, the like, vaccine. No, episode. he said words that offend us. It's like, don't listen. Like, it's so simple. Don't listen. If you're fighting to get artists more money from this uh massively profitable thing yes do that absolutely and i heard another artist say she wants to pull her work because she doesn't like that she has to uh be told by the ceo of spotify hey if you want to make more money produce more work while her 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 money's going towards paying a hundred million dollar contract for for joe rogan so yeah yeah where did i put yeah that's something worth being mad about yeah so i can see why yeah that's worth fighting for what do you need Oh, I was just looking at the the clock here because I... Oh, good. Cool. We could wrap this fucker no, up. No, that was great. Not yet. It was really good. No, I don't want to wrap it up yet. All right, or cool. we can. We can, but, you know. How You're long the best. was it? We're about to get to 111. I'm not going to stop us before it gets to 111. It's, okay. We're at one ten thirty. So, um, anything you want to promote or talk about? No. No. <laughs> but, oh, talk about... Um, uh, I'll, pr- I'll promote your podcast. At, uh, as the clock strikes one eleven, I'll just say uh, you and Shane, fucking great idea that you guys started doing that. I'm oh, so thank you. glad you stuck to it. 
it's dope. I want to hear you talk about kinesthesiology one of these times. Yeah, maybe I'll do that in one of the follow-up ones. I, I very rarely suggest topics. He always has so many topics, and then I just oh, yeah? I'm the the second. Uh, I, I like to chime in more than I like to plan and mm-hmm. uh, lead the thing. But he wants to talk about you know subselves and uh, this the, the aortic valve of the hypoperpolis complex or something. Mm-hmm. And I like to just. Uh, pop in with a bad jordan peterson impression well you have a good one though it's and it's it's fucking incredible i really appreciate that you know what i wanted to ask you about and we probably could have done a whole podcast about this but uh have you ever thought of or heard about sasquatch as an interdimensional being yeah you've heard about that yeah it screamed at my friend once and he was traumatized for a year wow what it's the the inter- interdimensional Sasquatch uh, saw him and screamed at him, and the scream like pierced his soul. Oh what? my god! <laughs> Where? In, While uh, he was tripping, I assume. I don't think he was. I think he was just out at um, I don't know, some cabin somewhere. I don't know. He talks about. And he it just in. came across a being like a large, looking like a white, yeah, giant gorilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it screamed at him. That was the main part. Wow. wow. I, sh- I should see if he's, I don't know if he's told it on podcasts and stuff, but maybe he has, but uh, I can, I can get more. We uh, need more information for, about this. Cause I do ask him about it. Like when I see him, like you doing better? Like how's the, <laughs> and never any, cause I don't know what to, what to believe. And I think that's just as likely as if it were mm. not that thing. Like yeah. there's no, there's no excluding that. What proof do you have that there isn't an interdimensional Sasquatch that can scream and, yeah. and shake you to the soul. But, uh, you know, I always want to know, like, well, where were you? Were you on anything? Were yeah. You, what? Do you think it's like they need the cold climate, or why would that be there? If there's beings that can interdimensionally travel, they, they just they go might to have the, been in Big Bear. They go to the forests. Uh, they visit forests all over the galaxy. You know, they're not just hanging out in our forests. Like they they do this wherever. And they, why forests? They hang out. They're, they're, that's where they love it. You know okay. what I mean? That they, they love it. Okay. You know, and there's not that many people around, too. That's you know? And when they see people, I guess they scream, and it's like, you do not want to catch one of those, apparently. Yeah. You do not want to catch that Sasquatch scream in your ears. It's I like, feel like I would be okay, but... I think I, I think I would be excited. Yeah. You know, I, this is now the second or third person I've heard about coming across interdimensional Sasquatch, and uh, I'm jealous every time I hear it. I'm like, fucking sounds incredible. But it also makes sense that, like, there's sightings but like we can't find them but then we find a fucking footprint like it makes sense to me when that they're interdimensional and they just visit different forests mm-hmm. they just pop down for a little bit i'm gonna have someone on to talk more about this <laughs> yeah i'm jealous of anyone with a with any kind of supernatural mm-hmm. encounter yeah yeah for sure yeah, even mean, if it's scary it just makes you feel like oh we're living in that big of a reality huh yeah yeah exactly you want to hit this sure you can't handle so it. you haven't had close encounters? No ghosts, no aliens, no Sasquatches, no mm. goblins, no leprechauns, not even a four-leaf clover. Damn. I've had... Uh, not true. One four-leaf clover. I've Just had four-leaf clovers. That's. I used to sit there and search for them. Me too. I mean, I grew up in the 80s. It's just like, that's what they used to tell you to do. Yeah, when I yeah and you outfield. do the cheat too, where you take, uh, you pick two of the things off a of three and combine it with yeah. a three, <laughs> yep. and then you're like, show me the stem. Yeah. No, no, trust me. <laughs> I used to laminate them if I found one. I would laminate it, and it would put the date when I found it and everything. Nice, uh, true nerd. Yeah, those got to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
<sighs> All right, y'all. Well, this is a goddamn pleasure. Uh, always love, always fucking love doing this. Man. Right our back. Favorite. Thank our you, fucking Ramin. favorite. Thank you so much. I look forward to the next one. And yeah, yeah. It's it's nice to have this catalog of of conversations yeah. throughout the years. Like yeah. here's how we were in 2018 or yeah. whatever the first one is. Here's us through the pandemic, through the Zoom that's like shaky, through oh, our yeah. nitrous phase, through our yeah, through our mm-hmm. Zoom Zoomy shaky times. Let's be like let's be slimy businessmen for the <laughs> for whatever this decade is, and then like we come out of that. It's like I learned it's not all about the money. Yeah. It's about helping people, and now I want to use the money I've wormed to help people. Yeah. Because you can't help people with with five dollars five dollars sucks yes. we got to make more than five dollars let's vow right now yeah let's as do, we I, speak to you today we're gonna make more than five dollars that's the prayer moving yeah. forward <laughs> is that like we figure out how to make more than five dollars so, yeah yeah uh, five hundred thousand we'll try to earn <laughs> it oh yeah two, 250 each that's not bad yeah but yeah we got that yeah the number that keeps coming into my head when i'm like slipping to sleep or whatever and it's like the universe is like hey any you need anything before we slip off i'm like six hundred fifty thousand dollars yeah that's what i i feel like we're gonna find a house or something that costs that much i don't know why that number comes into my head like it's a that's great number. what's gonna cost to get the house that is the church that you know leads to what the next couple decades will feel like for us and you get to say like oh you're doing well it's like well i'm not a millionaire but yeah, yeah i guess we're doing all right <laughs> no you can have 900k yeah i'm not yeah. a millionaire but... yeah i'm just one of you yeah i'm just a person <laughs> <laughs> cool. Awesome. Thanks, Ramin. Peace, Thank love, you. and magic.